0: There was supposed to be a preceding episode for this, but there isn't. So it's gonna be proceeding. Cause after this, uh I'll I'll see about getting into that because that was more lighthearted. This is more real. I guess I would just say more candid. And I feel like that needs to be done prior to, you know, those lighthearted episodes where I'm gonna be having a little fun. Um, because right now I'm currently doing some thinking and uh revamping and reorganizing not only my desires uh my I I could call them goals my solutions to problems that I've been on like ongoing issues right so first let me say hello welcome back and hopefully this will be more of a concise episode that just kind of gets to the I can't even say the core Um, It's just the start of those layers that I'm having to peel back in my life to see myself Um, because there's a tiny little Sagan in there that is stuck somewhere and I call (laughs) she's just stagnant back there where she feels um, you know her needs have not been met and she hasn't been heard and uh, we all have heard about the inner child and those that have not. You know, Definitely do yourself a favor and look into it because I'm one that subscribes to the theory and belief that we do have moments and stages and phases and different levels that we have to enter only after we're able to either conquer in some way, and I'm not going to say whether big or small, that particular level to take a step forward. And yes, we could still be, I think we can intercede and be on more than one level. Um, and I feel like that's where I currently am. We can revisit those levels as well because we've been there. It's um, it's we're aware of that. It's conscious. It's familiar territory. And that was the word I was really losing and it was escaping me was familiar. When things are familiar to us, it's comfortable. It feels good. We stay there we we don't vacation there we literally set up shop live there and whatever comfortable state you're in you feel like this is where I need to be because I know this I don't know the next I don't know what's after this but I know what's before it so sometimes we'll go back and that goes for anything we'll go back to those places where we feel like hmm, did I leave anything behind because we're lost instead of moving forward because that's a harder thing to do progress and progressing is a harder thing to do for us. And this episode today um, comes after a conversation with Scooter, my boy, my hubby, my life partner, my best friend. That basically just was like, um, you know, uh, there's no resolutions, right? Uh, we're approaching the new year. We're approaching 2022. And um, I've said on many occasions... and many years I think for the past seven to ten where I've been talking to my cousin who's my trusted partner as far as spirituality is concerned and we have these outlandish outlandish thoughts and thought processes I can connect with her most and I've definitely told her for the past ten years that I don't subscribe to resolutions new year resolutions it bothers me right that we always have to get up and go and start Um, And that's always like vision, 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 which if you haven't heard the grounding board episode, go back, go listen to the grounded vision and listen to our beautiful guest friend, uh, Raina, explain kind of what we talked about. Things that keep you grounded because we're always focused on the next thing that keeps us on the hamster wheel. Resolutions are so key. They're vital, just like goal setting. Everybody needs something to look forward to the problem is fear right most times we function out of fear and the things we do or don't do we we simply stay there right our vision boards most time end up with a lot of dreams and i'm not gonna say a whole bunch but a a lot of um things that are up there that we cannot uh move forward we can't go to the next level we can't um you know see those visions come into fruition instead we're afraid and i say that to say not not everything on your vision board may have been attended to but you've written it with intentions that you wanted and something in us keeps us from those things and they they remain visions so my i'm assuming solution and we'll get to that um would definitely be grounding yourself in what has already happened for you what has god showed you and helped you and blessed you with to show others that dreams are tangible and in order for you to connect with that feeling that like oh gratitude gratitude is where and i feel is the bridge between reality and vision I really do believe gratitude is that bridge between reality and vision, and I say that because when you when you're thankful, when you're in uh, functioning, and I, I use humility and humble, if you want to just <laughs> silent H, humble and humbleness really I think comes in the form of gratitude. It's not muting yourself; it's being loud about those things that God has blessed you with, and when you do that, that particular supernatural thing becomes tangible because God's like, Yes, you're functioning and operating in the space that I need to at where I can reach you. Because if I'm so high and I'm all high, most high, right? You have to be functioning on that level. So I said all that to say. Um our visions sometimes need to be mended with gratitude. Um we had a conversation about New Year's resolutions, and I've always said I prefer real solutions instead of saying resolutions to have a new, new year's year uh, real solutions. I can, Tongue twister for me. New year, real solutions. And just pause in between that because that pause is definitely going to help you get, you know, the work. This is where the work happens. What does that look like, Sagan? In comparison to a resolution, what does a real solution look like? Resolutions look a lot like goals, right? You write them out. These are things I ought to do. I want to do with the motivation and inspiration from others. And most times I can tell the people, this is what I want to do, or I'll keep it secret. And me and God knows what I want to do. And those abilities come into place to help me get there. That's a resolution. Sometimes it's, I want to drop 150 pounds. We don't oftentimes put a, you know, deadline to that it could be a lifelong goal, but resolutions are more like goals. Okay. Real solutions are are addressing again it's solution focused right and we're addressing those particular problems that have been identified whether it's been over life uh whether it's been short-term long-term problems um it looks a lot like goals just depending on where you're standing and that's something that past the tide it just like a blessing and and a burden can look a life a lot like each other, just depending on where you're standing. You know where you're viewing them from. Same with goals and and solutions. Problems are identified. They've happened. That's the difference between a goal and a uh, excuse me a solution. Right. A goal is something that you have not seen. It's unseen. It's beyond you. It's something you want to attain. But a solution is something that you have to, of course, put in place because you've already identified a problem. Okay? Problems, we have them. They come up. I spill the milk. Oh, I can, I have X amount of solutions. I can cry, which is not a solution, but that's just a reaction to it. Or I could clean it up. I cannot clean it up it and get, it could stay there, get sticky, whatever else. The problem is identified. It happened. It's post it's after now the solution is a target plan, right? It sounds just like goal setting, but it is a plan now that I have to identify, I've identified this problem so New year real solutions is that a real solution to a problem you've already identified for me personally, just being candid i've I've been suffering with obesity for the past. my god since I was 12 years old I'm 33 you do the math um so I would say it was roughly around 12 or 11 where I've developed I think I've always had addiction runs in the family right but I've always had poor habits when it comes to food um food is a comfort for me uh those that just say I'm emotional eater we throw that around a lot because yeah I eat when I'm sad I eat when I'm uh, mad happy i eat i just eat when i um, when my endorphins are highest and lowest um i will eat normally when i feel normally when i'm distracted and i'm feeling uh maybe vexed about something or um i've procrastinated and um i can't quite function on anything i'm one track when it comes to deadlines so i won't eat Um, So that just poor eating habits and your relationship with food that, of course, the eating to live, right, but that food is fuel, never understood that. As I gained um, a relationship in 2020 with a trainer and trying to understand food and things of that nature, that helped. Um, But again, because it's a long term issue problem, right, that I've identified I know now that that's going to take a lot of dirt to pull up this root, a lot of strength. I say a lot of dirt, but it's going to to move that dirt out of the way to way to see the root, to pull the root. It's going to be a lot to dig, a lot of unearthing that I have to do one through therapy specifically for addiction, um, specifically for food related disorders. Uh, and disorderly eating right we can call it what we want but I'm just I'm this is the pretty much ugly which will be my next uh, episode about ugly truth and how I speak to myself and see myself so that particular fast that I'm ending the year with and actually probably bringing it into next year and well into uh, 2023 is lifestyle changing right and breaking the cycle of addiction and I haven't given a full 30 days to anything, y'all. So identifying these problems and they can range from, you know, for me saying weight, food. But there so many branches to this root of a tree that has grown and grown with me. Unfortunately, your problem grows and magnifies as you grow. And that's another thing. So I've identified solutions that I want to make to these particular issues but I can't tell you that um that they're gonna actually happen so before the kids come in and and give it um give it a go I want to just let you all know that around the holidays can be tough and um and I mean just for grief loss and whatever problem you've already already identified If you're into goal setting and problem solving, because they're they're dynamic, right? That, That duality of each of them. Then try this on for size. Identify some problems that you see in your life that are often reoccurring or just new. You know what I'm saying? Fears. That can also be a problem. Maybe you need to say fear and then address all the fears in your life. But I will say this. Identify them. Identify them by the same thing you do as vision boarding. Do a vision board. And do a real solutions board or grounding board of some sort. I would prefer you all sit down, write down these problems that you've identified in your life. Again, it's not a problem until you've identified it as such. It could be whatever somebody else told you. You don't resonate with it. It's not there. Write yourself out a list. And start writing some of those solutions that you'd like to see for yourself throughout the year. So, I'm going to wrap this up because I got my two munchkins y'all say hello hello all right that's one munchkin the other munchkin is my boy <laughs> he's not a big talker the little baby so y'all have a beautiful blessed wherever this um because the christmas is past. you all have a beautiful new year if i don't record anything beyond this point but i had to get candid a little bit i had to say that goal setting is something um i have to do after i problem solve i love y'all bye